ComC is your home for buying, selling, and flipping all the hottest trading cards. Their consignment marketplace is home to over 27 million cards across all sports, genres, and eras. With a ComC account, you can purchase cards from different sellers over time and ship them home together later, or immediately reprice them for sale on the ComC marketplace. To stay updated with ComC, please follow them on social media at Check Out My Cards, one word, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn about offers, promotions, and more at ComC, please visit blog.comc.com. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. I always say I like to combine both the hobby and business sides of collecting, and that's exactly what we're going to do today. We are going to talk about a company that has started within the last couple years that is meeting the needs for a certain segment of the hobby. And it's a, it's a big segment of the hobby, and it's a growing segment of the hobby, and that is collectors who like to collect and display their slabs. And so we're going to talk about a company who was started from scratch to meet a need in the hobby that really wasn't being met for slab collectors and people who want to display their prized slabs. And so we're going to bring on Corey Fick to the show. He is the the president, CEO, founder of Show Your Slabs. And we're going to talk about his start in the hobby, the idea behind the company, and where both collectors and dealers can find their products and and how that might work out for them. And so I'm excited. It was a good conversation with Corey. I had a chance to meet him for the first time. We'll talk a little bit about this, but we met for the first time at the industry summit last fall. I really enjoyed talking with him. And even though, especially at that time, I I was not big into slabs and it wasn't a big piece of of my collecting and my selling, um, I could see that he had put together a quality product and so it was fun to talk with him i always love talking with people who are starting something from scratch and so we'll get into that in a couple minutes but first we're going to talk a little bit more about underdog collectibles the online shop run by collectors for collectors that breaks new product every tuesday thursday and sunday night you can check them out at udogcollect.com to see what they're going to be breaking this week and you can visit them in their brick and mortar shop in knoxville tennessee to see their full selection of wax singles and even watch some of their breaks live and in the shop. And one of the things that they do now also is they are a group submitter for SGC. And so if you hit a, a nice card in a break that you want to get graded, you can directly submit that to SGC through them. You can learn more about that on their website, udogcollect.com. And when you check them out, make sure you tell them that Wax Pack Hero sent you. Hi, this is Greg from the Rebel Base Card Podcast, and you are listening to Mike Summer on the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Today, I want to welcome Corey Fick to the show. Corey is the man behind Show Your Slabs, and he's going to tell us the story of that company and uh, how it came to be. So, Corey, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Honestly, it's, uh, I, I absolutely love these hobby geared podcasts, and I think, you know, I think we need more of them. And I'm here, you know, I'm happy to tell my story and kind of maybe inspire somebody, maybe to do something that they had thought about. And, um, or, you know, also to explain the realities of what the hard work it actually takes, you know. 
Yeah, I think I think that's great. And so for those that are out there who don't know what Show Your Slabs is, maybe let's just get things going by explaining what is the company all about? What What is the product that you're producing? So um, Show Your Slabs is a premium acrylic uh, car display company. And we um, we started with a simple, you know, the PSA graded cards all, and now we, um, are building out full scale stores to, and, and we'll get into the middle of where all that happened, but we provide essentially cool, modern, uh, clean ways to display your cards on the wall, um, easily swap them out. We, we make, um, displays for PSA, BGS, all the, all the major grading companies and as well as ungraded magnetic one touch um because for me as a collector you know i love cards right and i love art the art of the cards and i i love the weirdest stuff to expensive stuff so grading isn't you know a must always and i knew um that there's a lot of people like me right that just want to want to show off their collections and we provide a lot of unique ways to do that. And we also are kind of gearing into other avenues um, to help not only collectors, but dealers um, sell and track data with our displays, um, as well as, you know, helping artists who are maybe in the card art space that have, you know, paintings. We make giant slabs for paintings. We do all types of really cool creative stuff, so. Yeah, and I want to talk a little bit about that because when you and I first met at the 2021 Industry Summit, there there weren't near the products available that you see on your website today. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that product development journey as we, as we go. But I think the, the first step is where did the original idea come from for your first kind of proof of concept? Yeah, so it's funny because I like, you know, I'm sure 80% of your listeners... It, got back into the hobby, you know, always collected as a kid, whether it was from everything, you know, cards were the, the major focus, but I mean, it was everything, Pogs, you know, uh, McDonald's toys, whatever, as a kid, you just collect, you want to, you know, get the set, right? And um, so it was probably, I would say four, four to six months before COVID, uh, you know, the actual COVID, like, started and people started talking about it because what people don't realize is the market was on its way you know cards were kind of booming up in the 19 late you know mid 18 late 19 to you know nowhere where that you know nowhere they are today but it was it was a slower you know pretty heavy rise um back to popularity and what was interesting to me is i've always been an entrepreneur but i i and i have another business um, that we do is document management, you know, and so, and the only reason I say that is because when I'm always looking for a solution, I guess, to a problem, and it's not even necessarily something to make a business out of, it's just my, my nature. And it's honestly 95% of the time, a giant waste of time and annoying, like everyone in my life, you know, I talked to, it's like one of those things where I, said, Oh, well, I got to pay $40 to change my oil. I don't have to pay, you know, I'm going to go out in my garage in my driveway in the middle of winter and change my oil. Cause I wanted to, you know, I ended up saving like 10 bucks. I got oil all over the 
driveway. And it, so you realize, right, there's things you can do and there's things that Jiffy Lube was invented for a reason, right? And they they perfected it. So um, with all that said, I, I really piqued my interest was the buying, selling and trading and the and the gambling kind of aspect that they that card breaking was right. And it was Facebook, maybe I was on, I'd started seeing, you know, popping up on my feed, these card breaks. And I'm like, what, what, I don't get like, so I got to send, you know, at the time it was $110 for a three team for three teams in Luca rookie year prism hobby, which shows you, you know, I don't even know that's probably like a $500 spot at this point. Um, but it was really interesting to me. So I, I kind of hovered around it for a while watching, you know, because you're seeing these reaction videos and these breaks and it's, and like, oh, this guy pulled this card for this and then graded it, sold it for that. So I was interested in that part. But then what happened was, I so I get into a break. I remember it like it was yesterday. I get into this break. It was a Saturday, kind of like rainy day. And I was like, yeah, screw it. I'm just going to try this, right? It's first time. I'm sending PayPal the guy $110. End up hitting Luke, hitting the Mavericks, hitting a Luca base rookie. At this time, you know, PSA 10 are selling for 17, 15 to 1700. And, um, you know, so I hit, I end up hitting the, the Mavericks, hitting the Luca. And, you know, me, I've already graded this. I've never graded a card in my life, but I've graded this through a, a, a computer screen. Oh, that's a PSA 10, right? You know, like everybody. I even got this thing in the mail. It could be, you know, bent in half for all I know. But um, so like at at that point, I go, wow, I just turned 110 into 1500. It was all, you know, dollars and cents of it. Right. So I get that car back. I hopped in a couple more breaks um, and hit a couple cars. And then once the Luca came in, I sent it to grading on a 20 day, which was actually, you know, it, you got it back in 20, 30 days, maybe. So I sent it in. And I'll be damned it came back at 10. And I get, so I get that card and like, I had subbed, I think it was a 10 or 15, uh, you know, card sub. And I, I got all these cards back and I looked at it and I, I, in my head, it's the second I pulled that slab out of the box, I was like, I wouldn't sell this thing for 3K. I didn't care. You know, I'm watching Luca in the playoffs, rooting for him, kind of like a fantasy player. So at that point I said, well, how can I put these up on the wall and did a quick search now by quick search? I mean, I typed in card display and I didn't care what came up. I was going to make my own. Right. Because that's just what I want to do. Sure. Um, so that day I went to home Depot, bought three pieces of plexiglass, um, have no real, um, background in any kind of like plastic fabrication. But with that said, I'm also a, handy person so i like i know how to you know I, I know your only limitations are the ones that that fail right i mean i'm not gonna kill myself messing with plexiglass and that kind of stuff so i start hand skewering this thing and it and when i'm putting the cards down i'm thinking like man these psa slides are so cool and they're all like similar right even if it's a 10 or a 9 or a 7 like from a distance it's all just the cards um so i was like man i'd love to have my own psa slab and that was my first idea was, oh, I want a giant PSA slab for myself to put up on the wall where the cards could, you know, be displayed. Um, and that has since turned into finding, you know, literally Googling plastics manufacturer, finding 
going through three or four different manufacturers at this point to find the final, you know, where, where I am now, which I've been very happy with. Um, and a couple, a couple different iterations and filing the patents and all that stuff. But when I first had the concept, it literally came out and it's going to sound kind of braggy and I don't know, but when you, you, you know, you go through your life and you go, damn, I wish I would have thought of that. I do that. I don't know, five times a week. At this point, I'm like, holy, sh pardon my language, holy crap, I thought about it. Like, I was like, I did think of that. And then the instant thing after that, well, okay, it's great that you thought about it. Now don't screw it up. Yep. Right? Because an idea is only as good as, ex is, as its execution. So, you know, we go, I go down the road and um, figure out, you know, because I don't even know what this thing will cost to make and all that and the price points right and all that. So we kind of, it, we, we rolled out a little slow. Um, and then once I realized what I had, I, I kind of just went had, you know, full in, you know, both feet, take the life vest off and let's see what happens. So you, you found something that you liked, you know, you said you were going back and forth with a couple different suppliers, trying to find something that you liked and you, you landed on something that you liked. How did you go about making sure that more people than just you were going to like what you had had put together so far? How did you go about kind of testing the market to kind of prove out the the design, the layout, kind of the the way that, that these were going to be presentable? Well, so it's funny too, because I'm so with it. And so the, I had what I did was I, you know, the first plastics manufacturer I, I had spoken with, I said, I want to get a couple prototypes made. Here's my design. Here's my thought. Um, you know, and I wasn't too familiar with, with manufacturing styles or what could be, you know, how it could be made. So the first one was actually three pieces of a, three pieces all sandwiched together with a cover in the front cover in the back, and then like a middle cutout. So if you pulled, if you took it apart, everything's falling out, but on the wall, it looks good. You know, I'm finding, trying to find the ways to hang it on the wall stuff. Um, so I had one, I had one or two of those made. Um, and I'm literally like thinking I'm like, you know, James Bond, I gotta be all secretive. Like, I don't want to show anybody, but I got to show people. So I reached out to actually a couple breakers that I broke with, um, and kind of like, you know, Hey, I, I have this idea. I, I can't really talk about it, but I need to show you, was this something you'd be, you know, you think is cool. Um, but in reality, like. I kind of knew, I mean, I knew there was nothing else out there after doing more digging and stuff. Um, I knew as soon as I showed about two or three people and the reactions were kind of like, wow, they were, they really thought it was cool. And then the one thing was interesting was that model, right? They, it was kind of like the cars were in case. So it's like tough to like sell it because people think they have to send you their cards and they, you send them back a big display and that kind of stuff. So that was really my only hurdle. I, you know, the, and I'll be honest with you, Photoshop is a hell of a product. I mean, you can make some pretty wild, you know, you can pretty much, if you're creative, you can create, you know, a big version of that and then figure out, you know, I did a lot of models that way where I said, okay, well, I got this design down. Now I can just expand it but let's not just go ahead and make it. Let's show it off and get some interest first. Um, so yeah, it was breakers and, and collectors that I had known through 
you know, different channels that, that were like, wow, I, I, that's cool. Now you have product available that range and displays that range from holding two slabs all the way up to 25 slabs. And I think you had mentioned early on, you know, you have products that are designed to fit mag cases, PSA, BGS, SGC. As you were putting those together and you were building out the specifications, did you have an opportunity to work with the, the grading companies and help them get on board with, with kind of taking their product and, and enhancing it? Or have, have you just kind of had to work around the grading companies um, when it comes to like designing with the intent to specifically fit their, their holders? Well, and so that's interesting because yeah, the short answer is yes and no. So with, so that's the standard, the two all the way up to 25 is the standard on the website. We've done up to 250 in one, uh, you know, a store display. Um, but so PSA, we have a, we reached out to them. We have a close relationship. They're getting, they're in the process of building out a marketplace and they're actually going to, so they ordered some, which was pretty wild. Like the, you know, for one for Steve Sloan and one for, uh, Nat Turner and one for, um, I think Joe Orlando at the time, um, which I, you know, is humbling, you know, beyond, because to me, like I've worked with certain people, you know, I've worked with bigger names and celebrities and this kind of stuff because, but I don't overly get like wild by, you know, celebrities, I, they're great. They help your branding. Um, they're, they're usually very, very cool people and like nice to hang out with, but like, I don't bend over backwards if, if it isn't like a mutual thing. Right. But like to have somebody like a PSA, like the company that, you know, I'm kind of modeling it after go like, Hey, we think this is really cool. We think our collectors would love it. It's just a real stamp, right? It's a real stamp of approval. So yes, we've worked with PSA and then uh, we've have had a couple conversations with SGC, but for the most part, we don't really need, um, like the integration, you know, I have the slab and my fabricators are my, especially my, my head fabricator is probably one of, you know, is, is as creative as me and is, and is way more meticulous than me. So like from a functionality standpoint, you know, they're not going to be able to tell me anything that I need to know. Um, because they're in a grading business, right? They're not in a plastic business. So, um, but no, they've all been very, you know, very accepting. The one, the one frustrating one was dealing, was doing one for the the BGS slabs because I don't know, their process is a little bit different than most. It's a, it's a two piece press where they, and this is kind of gonna get boring, but they press, they hand press it, right? So if, you know, six, eight, 300 pound guys hand pressing it, compared to, you know, five, eight, 125 wet guys is pressing it. It's going to, there's going to be a variant. So we actually ran, did a whole run of them and then had to redo them because the one slab we fit it for fit. And then we put another one in, it didn't. So, but with that, you know, and then there is with the magnetic one touches, we do um, specifically work with a company called pro mold that make the sleeved. Um, you can, you can actually penny sleeve the card and then put it in. The reason I like them is because they use a very high, uh, a very high end magnet. And when, so the, the magnet actually, the card actually magnets into the slot. 
where the slab is in, in case so that one actually just it touches like a gel tab to stay in um but yeah so for the most part everybody's pretty receptive it's it, it's honestly stuff like the industry summit um you know where we met that that those relationships get um you know either made or enhanced or you know it's kind of like you show up there you're kind of the real deal or at least trying to be like i was now you you offer products that are geared both to the collector at home right there's there's versions of the the holders that can be hung on the wall. There's versions that can be put on a, a bookcase or a tabletop. Um, but the same thing applies for folks who have shops, um, displays for for shops as well as as for people to take around to shows. If you're a show dealer, and um, when when you've got these customers, not all customers necessarily all have the same type of slab. But when it comes to the the displays, if somebody's got a mixture of SGC slabs and PSA slabs. Do they have to buy two separate holders or are any of the, the um, displays kind of universal in nature that would be able to hold, uh, you know, regardless of company or, or yeah. multiple companies anyway? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, our dealer, um, our dealer show models, which is, it's a 30 card layout that's on a, a it's on a thinner piece and it's meant for it's got three feet that stand up vertically. So it's meant to stand up on the table because that's one thing that I just drove me nuts going to these shows is seeing like, you know, $300,000 worth of cards just like tossed into a thing. Like it just, there's no presentation in it. Right. And it's not that it needs, you need to spend a bunch of money on it, but you wouldn't buy a Rolex out of a shoebox. So, you know, let's, the, the the hobby needs to realize the car and, and it's starting to but um so with that one yes it's it's essentially it'll fit sgc all the way down to mag the only issue so th the reason that one works is because it's on an angle and it's tilted we wouldn't recommend that one on the wall because we just can't it, it will likely stay using the the non-abrasive gel that we have in there but we just can't guarantee it so but with that said, like we can um, say a store owner wants, you know, something custom, right? We can go row by row, slot by slot and go SGC, PSA, all in the same display. So any configuration is possible. Um, it's just whatever suits the store owner best. And to some extent, I've heard you say before that while those specific um, quantity displays are part of what's standard, um, isn't it possible to kind of butt them up next to each other, either above or below, you know, and kind of customize your yeah. own display in, in that manner as well? Yeah, exactly. So I, I was very conscious about, you know, where this could go and not, not being the guy that just keeps putting out product and not like kind of thinking forward on what those products would mean down the road. Meaning I want you like, so our nine display, you know, our nine slab is PSA, obviously PSA BGS and CSG and those are all the same. So they're all the same height and width. So you can butt them up the SGC, unfortunately, because it was one of the last ones we did is the tallest slab. So it does stick up a little bit farther than the other ones, but like, yeah. So like the, you could take one of our 12 card BGS models and one of our 12 card PSA models and butt them directly up next to each other and then put two nines on top and start building your own little wall, right? Or you can spread them out. 
it's just a better, cleaner way to, you know, it gives you more options because as we all know, like we all start with a couple of slabs and then before we know it, we got, you know, a Zion case full of 150 and we're like, what are we doing? You know, you're just not enjoying them when they're, when they're locked away. So, and then what I am um, excited about is one of our new offerings is, and this was kind of um, a, a concern. One of the biggest pieces of feedback that we got is about, you know, people being concerned about UV protection, right. And, and, you know, cards on the wall and not having any fading issues. So there's two ways we we kind of battled that. Um, one is we are, you know, per, per request, we are able to put a full cover over the whole display so we can add a cover. Um, but more, you know, I'm more excited about is actually our, they're called, um, our SYS slab shield. So it's a UV, um, essentially screen cover, same as like a kind of cell phone, but we, what we did is ha we've had it made out of like museum grade UV protectant product where it's, it lays on flat and it actually goes right. It, it it's just about 110% of the card. So it's got a little bit of border, but that gives it the option to be universal. So BGS. So if you buy what, you know, we're not trying to make everybody spend a bunch of money. So, you know, if we can, and it's also just a nice protectant, but we were, I was surprised because we sent cards for testing, UV testing. And, and while this is a exaggerated, you know, this is what they do for art installations and stuff. We got, we sent two autos to get light tested where they simulate like five years of light, you know, and one, the one auto, the, they, they came out of the same product, same year graded. One had to cover, one didn't. The one came back, couldn't even notice what, you know, from before it went. The other one, you couldn't even see it. I mean, literally just gone. And that's not, it's not, that's a fear. I'm not trying to be like a fear, you know, play the fear game, but and that's like direct, but even a little bit, right? I mean, for what it averages out, depending on how many you buy, three bucks a card, two bucks a card, it's peace of mind. What is the the plan to continue to to ramp up throughout 2022? Um, you know, you've you've been at some of the big industry events. You've been at um, the national. You you sell directly on the website. Is there plans to ex expand your kind of retail presence or? work with distributors or other other marketplaces you had mentioned that PSA you know you're you're talking with PSA what are what are some of the plans to continue to increase the the opportunity to get some of these displays in the hands of customers yeah so we are currently just dis, um, in distribution through GTS and Southern Hobby um, which is kind of our way to reach the the stores that we don't already have relationships with and for our plan for expansion, you know, it doesn't, we just got um, approved for MLB licensing, which will be a big, and, you know, eventually we'll, we'll go for the, the other big three. Um, but what that does is that kind of opens the door to, you know, the, the more the fan and the collector, because we're, we're doing, you know, MLB starting nine displays where you just put nine cards in a, in a Yankees display or whatever. Sure. Um, so we should be rolling those out soon. Um, and as far as expansion into, you know, we're going to keep our presence up at shows, but, but more importantly, make those relationships and kind of the biggest problem we have, honestly, is, you know, we're not, 
we are premium display, right? The price is, is, is not cheap, but you know, neither are the slabs, right? So, and we didn't cut any corners. We didn't, everything, you know, is made with the highest quality, you know, materials that we can find. And, um, but also we're making stuff in, in a time where it's material costs are the highest they've ever been by far. I mean, if you think about just, just to get a container ship of raw material, this is everything's fabricated and made in in the U S but just to get the raw material, you know, it used to cost $4,000 just for the container. Now that same container is $21,000. So all that cost just spread, you know, so the, so our biggest back to what I was saying is our biggest issue with, um, kind of card shops and getting is, is, you know, when people see the display in person and see the quality and see how it functions, it's, it's a no brainer, right? I've had so many people like, Oh, I had that in my cart and I just couldn't pull the trigger. And then as soon as I saw it at the show, I, I hit buy, right? Because, and obviously we want to bring our price down if we can, you know, uh, eventually when things get settled down and, and manufacturing costs, you know, come back or, you know, raw product costs come back down. But, um, so that's kind of our biggest hurdle in getting out to the masses. And so what we're doing to kind of combat that is more show presence. Um, just being out there trying to touch as many people as we can, whether it be at a show or, or through, you know, our social media presence. Um, and yeah, I mean, like the MLB licensing thing is huge. We have, um, a new dealer display we're calling it's a sys smart display it's still technically in beta if i'm the buyer i can come up to your see all the display the cards nicely displayed out but have qr codes in each corner and i scan it and it price lists everything gives you a, a starting price for everything in the display and then the cool feature about that is the dealer will be able to then report a comp if we have you know certified dealers that we have a trusting relationship with so we'll be able to collect comp data, which we all know it shows is unreported, but could be the most important. So that's kind of one of our new products that we're excited about. But yeah, honestly, just kind of just hitting the streets and making calls and, you know, going on shows like this where, you know, who knows, a, a, a store owner in the middle of Arkansas may listen to you and, and you know, I know that. So it, it's important for me to to keep these relationships and do this kind of stuff, which is fun too. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I appreciate hearing that it, I enjoy hearing the stories of, of how people are taking a, an idea for a business, right. And turning that into something tangible and then building on that to roll it out. I love to, to hear you talk about learning on the fly and getting feedback as you're, as you're going and making tweaks and adjustments and and continuing to focus on relationships those are all encouraging things and and things that i think are important for people to hear whether you're a collector the importance of relationships as a collector or a dealer or somebody in the business of cards as a as a supply manufacturer or a card manufacturer those relationships are key and listening to the customers and getting feedback is so key so i, I appreciated hearing you talk about those things and i appreciate you coming on today to, to talk a little bit about what you're doing at at the company. And so before we go, I want to make sure that you share all the places that people can get, get a hold of you, that they can see the displays, um, that they can follow along. I think you produce some content as well yourself as a, as a part of a podcast. So 
So go ahead and plug all of the places that people can can see what you've got going on. Oh, uh, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, so we have a, uh, a YouTube uh, show that I've actually started with another um, guy in the industry who started a company similar to, you know, similar to me where he it's called Slab Strong, but the, the uh, podcast is Slab Business and we're every Monday at 7 p.m. We go live, we just let it rip. And if we got to pick up the pieces after that, then that's what we got to do. But um, yeah, it's on our, it's on uh, YouTube. Just type in show your slabs and follow and subscribe and you'll get a notification. Um, obviously you can find all of our displays at uh, www.showyourslabs.com. Um, and then on all major um, Instagrams, probably our most active and popular um, at, at show your slabs on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok all those platforms yeah and honestly we're going to be um at a couple shows we have um the i think the next bigger show is i'm actually headed to california um for the union marketplace show in uh san diego and then um obviously the national which is huge and then um there's a show at fenway park in boston well thanks so, again for coming on today Corey. i appreciate you telling your story yeah no what can't wait to see you next time. Uh, going to be at the industry summit. That's that's currently the plan. Yeah, I'm I'm working out the details, and um, that's that's the plan. I won't be at the national this summer, but but the the hope is to make it to the industry summit this fall. Awesome. We'll definitely have to get you something on that back wall um, to to put some stuff up. And uh, thanks to all your listeners. And honestly, you know, just keep on collecting. Sounds good. Thanks again. Thanks like the athletes we admire the sports card shop is changing the game we're not launching threes bombing drives or hitting dingers but we have built a unique gathering spot for all collectors to trade cards talk sports play games and watch their favorite athletes on the big screens yes we've partnered with panini upper deck leaf tops fanatics pokemon and others to bring you all the latest in sealed wax and singles but the sports card shop in new buffalo michigan is much much more our recent expansion brings collectible sneakers, Hot Wheels, and more sports and entertainment memorabilia into the mix. Our new Collector's Cave Game Room is the perfect place to throw a rip party, bring friends, rip packs, trade cards, play billiards, ping pong, shuffleboard, classic arcade, and Xbox games, all while watching your favorite sport on TV. Visit us at thesportscardshop.com. Follow us on social at underscore sportscardshop or better yet, visit us in person to learn about special events, party packages, new products, and everything we're doing for you. The Sports Card Shop, connecting people, sports, and the hobby around the world. Well, I love having these conversations because not only is there something functional, if you're a collector and need a way to display your slabs, or if you're a dealer and you need a way to display your slabs, but I also come away from conversations like this with a greater appreciation for some of the things that go behind the scenes when you're trying to put together a company, whether that's marketing, whether that's logistics, whether that's just the social media getting out there in front of people and building relationships and the importance that relationships has in collecting and running a business, I always come away from conversations like this with something that I'm going to be able to use and take forward into the future. Let me know what you think about that. 
reach out to me on Twitter at the Mike Summer. Send me an email at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Find me on TikTok or Instagram as well at waxpackhero. And I would really appreciate it if you would take a second to tell your friends. If you enjoy the show, telling your friends is a great way to help spread the word about what we're doing here. Well, that is all I've got for you today. So I'll catch you next time.